Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lori Montgomery and I am your host. Uh, today is episode 1.5. Um, I'm re-recording this because apparently the first one that I sent to be uploaded, there was a glitch or something, so maybe I went too long. Um, so, uh, and really, uh, when I recorded that, um, I wasn't really feeling that good about it anyway, uh, but I wanted to put something out there. So this is God's way of maybe doing a do-over. Um, so uh, I will try to keep this uh, succinct. Uh, chapter 5 is uh, kind of long, so I'll just dive right in. We'll talk about some key points, and, um, and then we'll close it out. So, But let me start in prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all that you provide for us. <clears throat> we know that uh, everything is yours, and we know that um, everything we owe, everything we have, we owe to you. So, Lord, uh, I ask you to bless this time, bless this moment, um, help me to say the words that you want me to say, um, and we just want to be living in your will. So, Lord, I pray that we have blessings over anybody who has joined us today, we ask you to bless uh, those who were not able to join us today, and I pray that this moment is a blessing to you. We praise you, we thank you, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, let's start. Let's just dive right into uh, five, and um, hopefully I can uh, get this done in a timely manner. <clears throat> So we're on the Sermon on the Mount. Oh, let me put my readers on. So uh, this is Jesus starting his uh, ministry. <coughs> One day, as he saw the crowds gathering, Jesus went up the mountainside and sat down. His disciples gathered around him, and he began to teach them. The Beatitudes. God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble or meek, for they will inherit the earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great, re a great reward awaits for you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Teaching about salt and light. You are the salt of the earth, but what good is it if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. <clears throat> you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop and cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. Don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses 
or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach others to do the same, you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them <clears throat> will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Teaching about anger. You have heard that our ancestors were told you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. So if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. When you are on the way to court with your adversary, settle your differences quickly. Otherwise, your accuser may hand you over to the judge who will hand you over to an officer, and you will be thrown into prison. And if that happens, you surely won't be free again until you have paid the last penny. Teaching about adultery. You have heard the commandment, commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Teaching about divorce. You have heard the law that says a man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a written notice of divorce. But I say that a man who divorces his wife, unless she has been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman also commits adultery. <clears throat> Teaching about vows. You have also heard that our ancestors were told you must not break your vows. You must carry out the vows you make to the Lord. But I say, do not make any vows. Do not say by heaven, because heaven is God's throne. And do not say by earth, because the earth is his footstool. And do not say by Jerusalem, for Jerusalem is the city of the great king. Do not even say by my head, for you can't turn one hair white or black. Just say a simple, yes, I will, or no, I won't. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. Teaching about revenge. You have heard the law that says the punishment must match the injury, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. If you are sued in court and your shirt is taken from you, give your coat too. If a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile, carry it two miles. Give to those who ask and don't turn away from those who want to borrow. Teaching about love for enemies. You have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. 
But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In, the way, in that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. All right, so just a couple of key points that I underlined. I'll try to um, touch on this. Uh, again, I'm not a, uh, I'm not traditionally trained. I didn't go to seminary. I'm just a person just like you and just reading my Bible and trying to understand what God's trying to tell me. So um, uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, I pray about it and I'm listening to what he has to say. Okay, so I think when he's going through the Beatitudes uh, between uh, verse 3 and 10, um, he's basically, and I just underlined the key words, you know, if you're mourning, he's going to comfort you. If you are humble and meek, um, you are going to inherit the whole earth. If you hunger and thirst, you're going to be satisfied. If you're merciful, he will be merciful. You know, you will have mercy or receive mercy. If your hearts are pure, uh, they, then your pure heart will see God. Uh, if you work for peace, you're a child of God. If you're persecuted for doing right, the kingdom of heaven is yours. So, you know, I think what he's saying here is that your life is not going to be perfect, but um, you're going to be blessed uh, by doing God's will. Um, and I think that um, you're going to run into problems. And he's saying, you know, in the next, in the next um, verse 11, uh, he's saying, you uh, you know you're going to be persecuted. You're going to have you're going to have problems, and that's that's just life. You know, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're going to have a perfect life. That's so not. So, but he's also saying, you know, be joyful in the problems. Um, I remember a long time ago uh, there was one of the pastors at the church saying, you know, when something happens, um, praise God. You know, if you get a flat tire, praise God, and you know because maybe down the line, God is sparing you from something worse. You know, maybe he's, uh, you're avoiding a car accident that, you know, I don't know, but it could be anything. So, you know, if you forget to do something, maybe you forgot to lock your door and you have to drive your halfway to work and you have to turn back and go back and lock your door. I, I don't know, whatever it is, you know, maybe you're avoiding something. Um, you know, look what happened with 9-11. There were people who took a different turn went to go pick up their, you know, dry cleaning before they went to work and they avoided being in the tower. I believe that those are works of God because those people were not ready to go yet. You know, I don't know what God's will is, but I think he's, I know he has a plan and we just need to say thank you for whatever it is, good or bad. You praise God in the good and the bad. Okay, sorry. And then he says, teaching about, oh, the other thing I was saying too, he said, uh, that um, be happy about it, be very glad, reward awaits you in heaven, uh, remember the ancient prophets. And I, it came to me, you know, um, the ancient prophets were uh, 
uh, persecuted. You had Daniel in the lion's den. You had um, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which they were the guys that were in the furnace. And Jesus was in there with them. You know, they got thrown into the furnace, but they were praising. They were, you know, singing um, because, you know, they knew God was going to be there for them. Okay. Then uh, we go into 14. Um, God doesn't want you to, you know, become a believer and then hide it. He wants you to tell everybody about it. He wants every, everybody to know about him. And he wants you to be bold and to get out there and be that city on a hill, be that light shining. So don't hide it. Get out there and tell everybody, hey, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, and I'm proud of it. Um, you know, don't hide it. Um, I, I know, and especially right now, there's a lot of people being persecuted for their beliefs all over the world. And, you know, there are people in these underground churches trying to, to do church, um, you know, in these uh, different parts of the uh, world, these countries. And so, um, but they're getting out there and they're doing it and some of them are dying for it. Um, he's talking about teaching about the law and he says um, that um, he didn't come to abolish the, the old laws, like the Ten Commandments. He didn't come here to, to get rid of them. He's here to fulfill those laws and to fulfill the prophecies about him. Um, also, uh, being angry with people, um, you know, don't call people an idiot. Uh, try to settle your differences when you go down into 25, uh, 23 to 25. I think what he's saying here is that um, before you can be, you know, right with God, you know, try to be right with your fellow people. Um, don't go to God being angry with somebody else because that's going to distract you from having that relationship with God. That's the way I, I understand that to be. Uh, adultery, kind of cut and dry. You know, don't, A, don't have sex before marriage because that's, you know, against the will of God and his laws. Um, but he's saying here, don't even look at a woman with lust because you've already committed adultery. And my old pastor used to say there's a three or five second rule. You can look, you can appreciate, uh, you know, somebody who you find to be beautiful. But don't sit there and go past that three to five seconds, you know, just... Look, appreciate, and move on. Because once you start internalizing that, you've already committed adultery. So, uh, teaching about a divorce, um, I, I, I'm, I'm not quite sure about that. So I'm just going to be real with you. I don't, I don't really. I, I think he, I think he doesn't like divorce. You know, I think that if you make a commitment to somebody. Um, you know, you work it out through God's laws and, and through his, a lot of prayer. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm not going to sit here in judgment over people who are being divorced. So that's something you might want to do a little more research on your own. Um, teaching about vows, it says don't make any vows. Um, I think what he's saying is don't promise to do something. You know, just, just do it. Um, I think that when people say... Um, Oh, trust me. Well, you know, or trust me when I say, okay, does that mean that you were not trustworthy before? Okay, so um, if you're going to say you're going to do something, just do it. Um, you know, 
Yes, I will, or no, I won't. Just be real. Um, here it says teaching about revenge. Um, you know, it says if you, you know, if someone slaps you on the cheek, off from the other cheek. If you lose your shirt in court, give them your coat. What I'm taking from this is go the extra mile. Um, you know, I remember when I used to work in retail and it's like somebody would say, well, do you have this? And, uh, well, I don't know if we have it, but let me find out. People like it when you go the extra mile. God loves you. You know, loves it when you, um, go the extra mile, go, you know, do a little bit more. Um, if somebody asks you a question, um, about something uh, and if you don't know the answer, I'm not sure, but let me find out for you. You know, these are just good, it's just a good rule of thumb. Go the extra mile, you know, go a little further. And then um, about teaching about your enemies, you know, love your neighbor as, uh, you should love your enemies and pray for your enemies. And, and I believe that, you know, there are gonna be people who are gonna, you know, say bad things about you. They're gonna treat you poorly. And, you know, if you drive them down the road, you're gonna find people who are with road rage or honking at you because you're driving too slow, or you're in the wrong lane or whatever. Um, you know, pray for those people because um, you're supposed to pray for not only just your friends, but for your enemies. So, so that's chapter five. I think, uh, I think we covered it all. And um, the thing that uh, uh, I wanted to say, uh, I happen to be watching church today, and um, the pastor was saying, uh, we should find that extra time to, to read our Bibles every day. Every day, every day, every day. And that's what this is all about, reading your Bible one chapter at a time and dissecting it and talking about it. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to uh, receive Christ if you haven't done that. Um, if you've been thinking about it, maybe this is the day that you decide to do that. So um, you can say it with me. And believers, you can say it as well. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, welcome to the kingdom of heaven. You are um, a son or a daughter of Christ and of God. So thank you for diving in and trusting in the Lord. I thank you for being here today. Thank you and um, I hope that uh, it blessed you as it blessed me, and uh, I pray you have a great day or a great night, and uh, God bless you.